people like games. Presents the at some point in the day show with Solo. What's up, folks? It's Solo, and welcome back to another evening of late night gaming talk. It is Thursday, February 20th, which brings us a recap. If you're new here, just a rundown of the top stories over the past couple of days, as well as a few additions from the past 24. And if you're really, really lazy, just consider it a weekly audio newsletter if you don't want to listen to my voice four days a week instead, even though it's under 10 minutes. I'm just saying you're not going to get all the details here, but I will touch on everything, more or less. I might forget some shit. Who knows? Find out. The handles for the socials, at people like games, Twitter, Insta, etc. The website, the shop, can be found over at plg.gg. We have an event, February 28th, that's next Friday, at Social Playhouse in Plainview, New York. Tickets are an event bright. Come if you want to. Don't if you don't want to. It'll be dope. Anywho, now, without doing much further, given the plugs are all out of the way, and we do not have a topics of note, which we have a name for that, which is no scope, but that is pointless to mention because it is not occurring today, just to give the focus sound cue over for it. And yeah, sound cue to start things off. It just seems like the proper thing to have to do. Enough rambling. Let's get it. Nintendo Direct occurred today. They gave details about Animal Crossing New Horizon, which comes out March 20th. I don't really play the game, so I don't really have much to add about that. I do know you can only recover a save file once, which does not really make sense if the gaming data is going to be saved on the cloud, but apparently it's for some privacy and uh, cheating issues that they want to inhibit. But who's really cheating that explicitly at Animal Crossing? Not the point. That's the case. Next up, Eli Roth, the director of movies like Hostel and stars of movies such as Inglorious Bastards, he was Man Bear, is being tapped to direct the Borderlands movie with a script written by Craig Mazin, who is the writer of the HBO series Chernobyl, which was really, 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 really good. And if you haven't seen it, you should. Great choice for a director, I believe, because he has the Tarantino-like vision to bring the Borderlands unique visual and tonal personality to life. Could be a great step forward in gaming movies, which I'll find out when it comes out. Next, Make-A-Wish Foundation, the UK branch specifically, has added Game Stars, which will incorporate streamers and top gaming personalities, given the number of requests they've had for those, as well as for top-end gaming equipment, so they figured they'd create a dedicated avenue for it. Always happy to hear. I believe every gaming star should be part of uh, a part of something like that. Um, then Hasbro apparently is bringing back those handheld electronic games that were popular in the 90s because nostalgia. I'm sure some people will buy it, but let the PlayStation be a stark reminder that nostalgia can only get you so far. That's pretty much what's new for the day. As to the past week, the upcoming second fighter pass for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate will be its final, according to the game's boss, uh, Masahiro Sakurai. It would bring the total up to 88 characters. I'm sure the rollout will occur over like six to eight months anyway, but it does open a lot of questions as to what Nintendo's future plans will be then, uh, whether it's a new console, because it'll be about time for them to introduce their own version of next gen, which would probably just be Nintendo Switch Pro, more or less. But we shall find out when it occurs, because that's the case. I'm not going to really comment too harshly, but I will give a few speculative outcomes that I believe are possible, given the 
facts on the ground. And some shit I'll just talk my shit about. That's just being honest. Anywho, apparently the game Biomutant still exists according to its developers. Aiming to release it in 2020, but they don't want to give a date. Given we're just starting 2020, I have faith, but it would put it in the next gen schedule. So I'm sure it'll be amongst the launch titles for the next gen consoles. Speaking of next gen, Sony, which has been having issues with its component parts coming out of China due to the coronavirus, recently pulled out of the PAX East due to the coronavirus, has just recently announced that it's pulling out of the Game Developers Conference as well due to the coronavirus. And so it's a continuing issue over in Asia. A lot of the gaming leagues, League of Legends, Overwatch, etc., have dealt directly with having to cancel tournaments and matches in the countries and having to shift around their schedules. Really hope it finds a way to be solved in whatever form that takes. I don't know. It's easy to say that in a sentence, but however it occurs, I hope it occurs soon. Anywho, YouTube. Terms for its exclusivity deal with Activision Blizzard for Overwatch League, Call of Duty League, and Hearthstone came out. They paid $160 million for three years. To put that into context, Activision Blizzard got $90 million for two years out of Twitch for just the Overwatch League two years ago. Speaks to how the property has lost value instead of gain, even though they've been upping the cost of everything, which is usually a desperate measure. Hopefully, the Overwatch League doesn't turn out to be WeWork. Anywho, next up, Twitch in the news for good reasons. It's releasing a League of Legends stat tracker, which will allow viewers to find their favorite streamers build summaries and gaming history and a whole lot of info that sort of simplifies the ability to be a fan of your favorite streamer of League of Legends. Lastly, ESL Pro League unveiled its own revenue sharing program with 13 of the founding teams of its league, which puts it in sort of conflict with the new CSGO League Flashpoint that was announced in the beginning of February, which was built on a revenue sharing structure with all the teams involved as well as the fact that the ESL Pro League season will now conflict with Flashpoint. There's going to be a whole lot of shit talking going on. WCW, WWF, let's get it. I'm behind it. Here's hoping that they figure out a way to battle each other. Champion versus champion for the best CSGO League. Then, uh, just to run by some of the focuses that we did on the episodes. Tuesday was HQ Trivia shutting down. That was inevitable. They never had a business model that was going to be able to scale to make it profitable because at the end of the day they were garnering a whole bunch of mentions and views and people playing their game but at the end of the day they couldn't figure out a way to monetize those users and so growth and giving away shit anyone could grow by giving away shit every single day at a certain time but what are you going to do eventually to make money from doing that they didn't figure it out oh well faker signed a deal with t1 he is a league of legends star that will give him percentage ownership of the company and the team very similar to the deal that soren berg signed he is part of the TSM team. I think it's just great to see esports teams giving ownership percentages to some of the stars that helped establish their brands. I think it's a great idea. I think there will be great ambassadors for what I said if after they retire for the things related and directly around the game uh, rather than maybe being the best player in the world, being the best ambassador is even more important, especially as to where esports is going. In addition, how NBA small market teams could take a lesson from this, giving ownership and percentage 
message to a potential franchise player who you want to be the foundation cornerstone of your your team and your franchise, why wouldn't you give them? Why wouldn't you incentivize them by by giving them a vested interest in the exact thing you're wanting them to represent instead of a dollar amount? Because anyone could give a dollar amount, but to give a larger vested interest is you know money talks, bullshit walks, right? How much do you really care about your team? Well, do you care enough to give away a few percentage points to the person who can help make your team that much more valuable? So it goes back to the 100% of uh, nothing versus 50% of something deal. And I'm sure it doesn't have to be that percentage split. But what are you willing to sacrifice to get what you want? other than money. Lastly, I got shit all to say. That's all we got for the week cap. Going to be putting a little bit of a different spin on things this coming week. So these next four episodes, expect some experiments. We have a new series to be announced at the end of the month. That makes that Saturday, February 29th. So it'll be a special episode beginning in March. We're going to start streaming uh, beginning in March. I'm going to start streaming as well. That's on Twitch and Mixer as well as caffeine and this show you are listening to is going live so we're going to be on youtube nightly at 11 o'clock maybe a different earlier time who knows maybe at some point in the day you're no i'm just kidding i had to do it anywho that's all i got as always thank you for listening fiend